and welcome, welcome everybody back to another episode of the Handsome Home Buyer Podcast. And let me tell you something, this is going to be entertaining to say the least. You know who's also entertaining? We don't charge you for the plans. We don't charge you for the permits. We charge you for the ent- entertainment value. And we're talking about Captain Permit. 516-513-8838. View of a house that smells like cat pee is dated from the 1960s. Has six inches of mold on the wall. Human waste going past the basement steps. Land, notes, anything real estate related. I want to buy it. It's that simple. 516-777. Sold. Obviously, I am your fabulous host, Charles Weinraub, a.k.a. The Handsome Home Buyer, a.k.a. Captain Permit, a.k.a. Give me a little harmonica in the background. All right, cut it right there. El Julio Maravilloso. You know what that means? No idea. The Marvelous Jew. Speaking of marvelous, I mean, I don't even... Today's guest, I... He's the fucking man. First of all, we got to start there. I know his mother's going to listen. I'm sorry about the F-bombs. A couple of them might drop, but just... He, get, he gets me fired up. He gets me a little silly. The always entertaining, the always amazing Mr. East End Luxury, Joe Piccinini. Solo, sir. I, I really like... When I thought about you playing the harmonica... Yeah. For some reason, the only thing that kept playing through my mind was, "I don't think I was born." I don't know the I don't know. I don't know the words. I don't really know how to do "Bad to the Bone." Bad to the. I don't think I was born. No, no, that's not. No, we, we're out of sync here. I'm supposed to. All right, fuck. It. We're in sync. That's All great. Right, all right. Que- uh, no question. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm Joe Piccinini. I sell real estate in the Hamptons, and Charles is the man. That's where we are. So I got questions for you. Yeah. Since you've never you've never listened to this, follow my lead. Right? Okay. It's a deal. Where does the harmonica come from? Oh, so first of all, you're you're a uh, you're a handsome Italian, 27 year old. Thank you. East End. Oh no, this. I mean, this is yeah. I guess it's a rhetorical rhetorical question. We all we know these things, but oh yeah, please follow me. So where does where does the harmonica come from? So because I always wanted to learn how to play that. My mother got me one when I was like three. I would just like suck on it and blow, which sounds well, strange. You do. But yeah, but it sounds good when you do it. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get you a harmonica. Right? Okay, we're gonna order it on Amazon. I'm gonna send it to you right now, or else I'll forget. That would be freaking can dope. Can I do that? Yeah, please do that. All right. Well, we're gonna talk while. Can we talk while we yeah, do yeah, multitask? Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. That's so what we do. When and how did you learn to play okay, the harmonica? So I. Whew, all right, I didn't want to talk about this, but we're gonna talk about this. So I had a little nicotine thing happening. So much for that in college, right? <laughs> so just so you guys know, I ask all the guests. I'm like, listen, guys or girls, is there anything respectfully that you don't want to talk about? On the podcast, and the first thing out of Joe's mouth is, "Don't want to talk about nicotine." I, I don't Writes want it down, to, my circles mom is, it. My mom loves my Facebook, and and I never told her this, so I'm telling her now, Mom, I had a nicotine. <laughs> hey, Steve, can I call you right back? I'm on a podcast with Charles Weinrod. It's nice to know. All right, cool. it's nice to know that you you're you're coming. That this is a that the Handsome Home Buyer Podcast is a safe place where people feel that they can. Come out of the closet. Whatever that means for them. <laughs> Whatever that means for them. In your case, understood. It's, understood. It's, it's nicotine consumption. So, so in college, I had this. You know, I went out. I partied in college, and there were cigarettes around. It was the cool thing to do. So I, you know, like I said, oh, whoa, let me try that. So I tried the cigarette, and I liked it. 
Did you really like it the first time you smoked a cigarette? No, I coughed. I coughed. It so was horrible. What, I'm always curious. Cause you know, I've never smoked a cigarette. <sighs> Don't. I've never been drunk. Never taken any pills. Don't. Nothing. I'm pure is the freaking drip, like the driven stuff. I can tell. Right? Yeah. It shows. Yeah. Right? All right, good. Yeah. In the beard. That's why it radiates the redness. You get redness in your beard too? I, I'm colorblind, bro. You should be able to see this better you than me. You told me you're colorblind. I there know. is some red in your beard. I so can't see red. If I let this grow long enough, there will be red. Maybe it's an Italian thing, because you know I'm half Sicilian, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, my, my father is Russian-Polish. My mother's 100% Sicilian, and she converted. Shit. So I had a bar mitzvah and all that. My mother is 100% Italian. My father is like 75, I think. And he's the man. Anyway. Uh, Nobladan and Bades. That's where I... That's and who I am. Bades. Bades. Where, where did you grow up? East Patchogue. Okay. Because you've recently come into my life, like... Just like a force. And yeah. I don't know. It's like, I, I know you haven't been here for that long in my life, but I feel like you know you've been here is? forever. And I don't know how this all happened, but like, I'm happy that we're it's together. It's called the law of, of attraction. attraction. I'm writing it down because that's what I'm... That's what you do. How do you spell it? Attraction. Oh, fuck it. It's not important. I know how to... Oh, fuck it. All right. It's not important. So... <laughs> Where'd the harmonica come from? Oh, so I had this nicotine. Okay, thing, yeah. Right? What and I, I, I was, I wanted to replace it. Okay. Good How old did you start smoking? Okay, let's see. College. College. Which so is late. Maybe seventeen. That's not. You can go. Eighteen, nineteen. It was two thousand eleven. When, when I, when I. Nineteen. Bought, yeah, I went out and I bought a pack of cigarettes. Okay. My grandma passed away, and I, I, I was really kind of upset. And uh, I don't know. I thought that's what I had to do. So I went to Seven Eleven. I bought a fucking pack of Marlboro Reds. Fucking horrible cigarettes. Ugh. So you've never smoked at this point? No, I did. I was smoking socially at college parties. Okay. Or whatever. And then your grandmother passes. My grandma, my, blah blah blah. My grandmother passes, and I just buy a pack and I, I I was like this is what I have to do let me smoke a cigarette so I smoked it was horrible it was like Marlboro Reds I should have gotten like Parliament it's like sucking yeah. on a tailpipe yes none of it would have been better smoking just... is terrible so anyway I replaced it I used to smoke in my car because it was awesome to smoke in your car and um, I said I don't want to do this anymore okay after so, how many years uh, I don't know maybe one two okay two years maybe, okay max. oh that's not bad all right, you, so you're gonna still live a healthy life. Uh, yeah. I well, will. I mean, from the cigarettes, we don't. We don't talk about any other vices right now. What was that? Anyway, was that a duck? Yeah. Was, Did you just see it scurry out yeah, the door? Yeah, yeah. They're, actually, it's a, uh, a, a a goatee. So I'm landing the plane. So I I replaced the cigarettes with uh, one harmonica. Right. Okay. I put it in my car so I'd have something else to do other than smoke. So every time I was like, oh, let me have one of those horrible tailpipes, I said, and that's where it came from. Wow. Yeah, so and now cured- I have 12 of these, and I just started playing with people. And So what, you leave them all over the place just in case you have like an urge and you just yeah, pick it up? Yeah, and then, and then I but, lose them. And- how, did you actually, how did you actually learn to play? Because you, you know what you're doing. It, you Self, know what you know what you're doing too. I mean, with real estate, yes. With not everything. With so this all it is is airflow, right? So there's reeds inside of this harmonica. Am I a got camera? it? Yes, you are. There's reeds inside of this harmonica. Hey, and um, basically a reed is like this. It goes like this, right? And they vibrate to create sound. That makes sense. So those are all reeds, right? Okay. If I want one reed, I could just do this. But like I've seen pictures of you on stage. I haven't seen yeah. the video, but like you like know what you're doing. No, I don't. Let me ask you a question. 
So obviously we know, like, obviously you're you're liked by everyone. That There's I some know people of. that everybody can't like me, and mm. I can't like everybody. But yeah, most people some, like you. Thank you. You know, especially the, the the female persuasion. Now we're not going to go deep into that. We're not. We're going to stay real surface there. But here's the question I have. <laughs> Obviously, rock stars like or, or people that are in bands, yeah. like you get panties thrown at them. It's what happens, right? So, but you talking about do the, I have today? the leads, uh, <laughs> the lead singer, the lead singer, the guitar player. Like I want to know. I want to know how much tail the harmonica player gets. Like when you're up there and you're like as much as as much as meaning like for being the harmonica player, how much attention do you get from the female persuasion? Only I know it's hard to distinguish because you're you a lot, a lot, a lot, and and so you don't know what to say. You're in the crowd, you know, you're just Joe, you're having a drink, you go up on stage, you start playing the harmonica. it's like you know what it is. It's like a light went on. Attention is great, and I think like. You know, we all want attention as human beings. Okay. You know, when you're on stage, you have an opportunity to, you know, yes, be yourself, but also you have an opportunity to entertain people. Okay. You know, and that's what we're doing with this podcast right now. Yes. I love entertainment. I love to live. Yeah, you're for that guy. I feel like I mean I'm not gonna say you missed your calling because you're super young and everybody has this a ton is my of time. calling. This is my calling right now. Yes, this is my calling. So you are when I think of you, I think of of comedy. I love what you're doing with your videos Thank and stuff, you, which we're gonna talk about later <laughs> in like a more serious marketing real estate capacity. But is your passion comedy and entertainment? That's a good question. That's a really we're going good question. deep here. We're going yeah, deep. we're going deep. Now we're going below the surface. <laughs> Don't talk about nicotine, please. Don't tell my okay. Mom. No more. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Sorry, mom. My mom's gonna be the first one to watch this, by the way. Without a doubt. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's the best. So, what was the question? I got distracted. What was the question, Matt? What did I ask him? Uh, his call about his call. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. Is is entertainment your calling? Like, what is your like? Is is that your true passion? Entertainment, comedy, etc. Because you could be that guy. Thank you. You are that guy. Fuck Thanks, it. You are man. that guy. <laughs> Thanks. Let me uh let me let me answer that question and then kind of frame it in a. Uh, you know what I'm doing right now and why I love to do it, and take that call. You need no, I can't. I'm kidding. Um, so yeah, it, it's one of my call. It's one of my passions, right? Entertainment, uh, people, laughter, and music. That's what I'm passionate about. I always wanted to do this. I always wanted to do that. Real estate kind of found me, and I embraced it. You know, I was I was recruited to do it in a summer job. Never really thought a, a lot about it. But I gave it a shot, and right after college, I just went right in, got my license. And where'd uh, you go to college? Stony Brook. Okay. And um, excuse me, where was I? Stony Brook College Real Stony Estate Brook Recruitment. College Real Estate. So I get very distracted, and that's always been me. You know, maybe there's a connection there with entertainment. I don't know, but. Um, would you say you have a short attention span? Very short. You think you have ADHD? I do. Like, do you know that I, you have I don't it? know. I, I w- when I was young, right, my uh, second or third grade, they called up my mom. You know, you have to kind of like look, project at the microphone uh, a, li- a little bit. Not, when I was... Not that serious, uh, okay. but you can't spin around. All right. When I was, uh, when I was young, uh, my teachers called my parents and were like, he may need some... Medication. Adderall, right? Some <laughs> Ritalin, you know? And I never tried, and they kept, like, the next teacher, and then I had a really awesome teacher, his name was Mr. Hines. Okay. And now he is the superintendent of Port Washington. 
he was like, yeah, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. And then he's cool. He's awesome. Fourth grade, they were like, no, he doesn't. Fifth grade, he may need it. Sixth grade. Anyway, I never took it until college because I wanted to make the dean's list. I wanted to graduate college. I wanted to get good grades, you know? So I talked to my mom and my dad and I said, you know, I think... Were you not getting good grades in high school? Uh, Yeah, math, no. Math, only geometry. Was it only because you weren't interested in it or what? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you just didn't Uh, care. Fuck it. Because most of the shit we learn in school is bullshit. Bullshit. You know, formalities. Factory work crap. Yeah. Mm. You know? Keep going. I like where this is going. Cool, man. Thanks for pointing that out. I like where this is going. Yeah, so I I, I, I talked to my parents and I got a prescription of, it was like Vyvanse or some shit. And it was way too much. What was it? Five what? Vyvanse. I don't know. It was like 30 milligrams. Okay. And I was like, this is crazy. I felt like all the time. How long did you take it for? About a year. Wow. That's yeah, a long time. It is. To be. I, I, I think I had the prescription for about a year. And then... How were you doing school-wise? Excellent. I, I was... Well, grade-wise. I was on the dean's list. First time I made the dean's list. I, thought, I did all that How shit. How much of that do you think was as a result of the drugs or just as your it, focus? It was, the, it, was the, it was the drugs. Definitely the drugs? Definitely. Wow. And, and it's scary to say that, you know? Wow. Yeah, because it, it, it hyper-focused me. You know, it, it did something. And I don't really know what it did. But I made the dean's list. I did that. I did this and that. Fuck all that. I said, I don't feel like myself. Yeah. I feel like a robot. So I stopped taking it. And uh, I graduated college. And I, I think that medication kind of forced me. I was, I was going for computer science. And because that's what... You know, that's what I love to do. I love computers. I love technology. Another passion of mine. Okay. Love technology. So I thought, oh, if I want to do anything in technology, I need to go get a computer science degree. So that's what I was doing for two and a half years, and I fucking hated it. I hated it, but I didn't know I hated it until I took that fucking stupid pill. Because then I discovered a film class. And... I said, this is going to get me through college, this film class. And it was like the first film program at Stony Brook Cinema and Cultural Studies. I was like one of the first graduating classes, whatever. I was like, I love this. So you were a film major? I was a, a cinema major? and cultural studies. It's, uh, it's part of the cultural analysis and theory thing. Okay. So that's one of their departments at Stony Brook. And I had some really awesome professors. Asher Foley. I had, uh, who else? I had a lot of people, we can talk about that later, who, who really showed us and showed me that film is really powerful, culture is really powerful, and and I think what I loved about it was entertainment. I think what I loved about it was I was passionate about it. I love movies, you know? So I was like, if this, if I can graduate and get a bachelor's degree with this, that's what I'm doing. So I stayed an extra year so I could do that, and then I graduated. And and, and my grades were, my grades were maybe B. But that's okay. You know? Yeah. The grades don't mean anything. Grades, fuck it, man. So wait, can I stop you there for a minute? Yes. Um, so I have a very, I have, um, you don't, didn't know this about me because you didn't listen to this episode, but I have a very similar parallel situation, sort of. So, so you're 27, pulp. You're 27. Oh, you're 27. Is that a seed? Sorry. It's a ginger. Ugh, I never had that happen. It's dangerous. Juice breasts, I'm coming after you. I'm kidding. I love juice breasts. So, you're 27, I'm 39. So, 
I got diagnosed with ADHD when I was like 10 or 11, which is a long time ago. But like that's when ADHD wasn't like a big deal. It wasn't a money-making machine. Exactly. Yeah. So that it, that was before, like, oh, everybody that like has a hyper kid, it has you know throw pills at them. It was a little bit more focused yeah. then. So they put me on Ritalin, and I took really? one pill really? one time, and it turned me into a zombie. And then after that, I used to throw it down the drain when the nurse wasn't looking, and it had such you an impact. You told me this story. I think I think you told me this story. It anyway. had such an impact on me that. Um, that I never put anything foreign in my body at all. You know Zero. What? You have a really awesome father. What's his name? Jay. Jay. You're the man. You know why? Because we learn from our parents and like I'm really that's cool that you said you were you were you were aware enough then to say I don't need this. But the doctors told you you did, right? The doctors told me that I did, yeah. and uh, and then afterwards, when I finally told my parents like later on that I haven't been taking it, they were like, you know what, we're really happy that you didn't. That's also, so cool, man. Like, you had one teacher who understood you, I had one teacher that understood me. Second grade, Miss Smithy. Let's I, give her a round of applause. Miss Smithy. I think Everybody, she, hello? I don't think okay. she's alive anymore, but we can still applaud her. In any event, Miss Smithy would open up the side door yeah. of the classroom and say, run around the building until you burn off and then come back and sit down. Only person, I like only Smithy. teacher. That's what Mr. Hines taught us. We we um, they say you have like one really awesome teacher in your life. Who says that? I don't know. He was an awesome teacher. He is an awesome teacher. He's, I'm still learning from him. Are you still close to the man? Yes. Really? Oh yeah, he's, he's the man. We had lunch a few weeks ago with my friend Katie. She's so cool. By the way, Katie, if you're listening, you know what to do, Katie. Anyway, can I ask you a question? Yes. This is a little bit personal, but not. yes, don't worry. Do you truly believe that guys and girls can be friends? Okay. You want to stretch before you answer this question? It's <laughs> <sighs> fucking going if on. There's a, if I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. And I'll tell you why. I'm going to tell you as a slightly older man when you're done. I'll tell you why. There was a, there was a woman recently who I really liked. Okay. And I made it clear. And... See, that's what I love about you. You're fucking direct. You have to be because my our time is valuable. So, dude, it's the most valuable. It's the only thing you can't buy more of. So you just you go you just go in for the kill. The only you're thing... like the comedic predator. Mm, I don't like those words, but uh, if that's what you see it as, because I, you... I feel like I can see you. I haven't seen you in action, but I'd love to. I you know I, I make it if there's a connection there and it's mutual and we feel it. Yeah, but how do you know if there's a connection when you just see someone from? I like... mean, if. If you if you bump into somebody in the street, right? It could be anybody. Okay. It could be this goatee. Okay. Right. I love dogs, by the way. When when dogs, <laughs> let me. I'm I'm landing the plan. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to formulate the point. Dogs have an energy, right? Everything has an energy. But dogs don't have the societal shit, you know, that yes. the worries and the panics and and this stuff that Got you it. know we have as humans. You know when a dog likes you, right? Comes yeah. up, he licks you, he's, he jumps on you. Wags the tail. Wags the tail, the whole right? Thing. Yeah. I think as human beings, we know, we know that, you know, when, when that we're both wagging each other. We're both wagging tails. Okay. So you're like, you're in a bar. <laughs> we can make so many jokes about this right now, but yeah, I'm, I'm at so a bar. You're, you're in a bar because you, you go to bars. Sure. Especially in the Hamptons in the sure, summer. Sure, yeah. Because that's where, yeah. You, where you operate. And you uh, see my office and my house, but 
Yeah. The street. Anywhere. Yeah. So you see, you know, you see a nice young lady. I feel like you you like you're the kind of person that appreciates like blondes. You like blondes. I do like blondes. Yeah. yeah. I just I feel that. When I see you, I'm like, here's a guy that likes slim, slim blonde women. Is that an accurate statement? Uh I like all women. I do. I blondes, I, I don't know. I, everybody I, kinda has a type, like you settle into something. There's a pattern. You might deviate, you know, just to like but there's a pattern. That's I'm not the point. Starting to blush. A That's not bit. the point. The point is this. Yeah. You you know you see her from across the bar. Yeah. You know you got your ginger fireball in your hand. Yeah. And you see her and like, but she hasn't seen you. Eye contact. So you start you know? wagging your tail. And then you yeah. you do what you do, which is like meander this is over. What I do. You meander over. Yeah. And then you meander and over. And then she either comes here and does this, or she walks away. Well, you and, you meander over and you you know you say something that's laughable. Yeah. And then the conversation happens. Yeah. But to come full circle, because we're, do you believe guys and girls will be friends? So thank you for keeping me on track. I forgot where I was for a second. I don't know yet, and uh, that's something that I think time will teach me. Can I can I weigh in on this? John Mayer has a song called "Friends, Lovers, or Nothing." Okay. There can only ever be one. Okay. So talk, talking about the girl that I was relating this to. Okay. Recently. Oh, no, really full circle. I mentioned that okay. to her. This is at what point in your... <sighs> this was like, she wanted to hang out every day, every day, every day. And, and, well, and what, were you dating her at the time? No. Okay. She was here for a short amount of time uh, in, in the Hamptons, and then she went home. And um, and there was no... There was, there was, she's here for work, so she moves to different places. But there was no sex at this time. No, we're, no. We're, we're, we're friends, whatever that means, which is her trying to get in your yeah. pants. Okay, so keep telling me here. Okay. Keep going, keep going. So, I'm relating it to that because I, I, I liked her. And I told her, I said, I, I like you. And I know you have to leave. So, shit, man. To answer your question, I don't know, man. Wait, hold on. You, you can't just I'm drop me there. The plane, no, so. no. Get, take uh. off again. So, hold on. You say to her, I like you, but I know you have to leave. And she's like, well, I want to have a lot of sex with you and hang <laughs> out with you every day. So, what's the problem here? And you say to her... I said to myself, we can't, I can't do this. Why? I don't know. You, you're lying. I, I, because she wants a relationship. Okay. You know, and, and oh, I Oh, so you're like a decent human ready. being. Thanks. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I mean that. I know that about you. So you you were actually did the right thing, which is... You I understand- did what, what, what my parents taught me. I did what, you know, is in my DNA as an Italian man... Whatever. Well, that's not what's in our DNA. <laughs> our, our, what's in our DNA as Italian men is to have a wife and a guman. We see the girlfriend on Friday and hang out with the wife on Saturday. That's what's in. Have you seen Goodfellas? That's yes, what's in our of course. D- that's what's in our DNA. Come on. Where's the? Where's the, uh, the, the? Never mind. I'm not making a reference. So you didn't sleep with her. No. Because you decided that that was the right thing to do. Because her, her, her. I didn't want to do it. That's 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 the right thing. I wanted to do it initially. You know what the real you know what when we root through all the bullshit, do you know what we really what really happened at the end of that? Tell me. You just weren't that into her. <laughs> it's like if a buyer really wants a house, there's no excuses they get it done. If a guy really wants to be with a girl or a girl really wants to be with a guy, there's no excuse. It happens, right? They just Maybe it, it's this. They just get it done. Law of attraction. And it just wasn't there. Shit. So Thank you. That was really cool. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah.
I hope I yeah you maybe did. I, you helped me you helped me with bit, that. a little bit of therapy. I've been to enough. Of, I've, I've been to enough, but to be able to like you, you know. so you, yeah. Ther- so okay, cool. So therapy is a good see, thing. Did you see my therapy video? No. You don't watch any of my shit. I see. I think I may have because. No. <laughs> I think I may have really. Okay. Talk. Go ahead. Tell me. Tell me. No, I think everybody needs therapy. Everybody does, and yeah. you know why? There's a whole culture around this fitness, right? Wagging the tails and working out, and and there's you no, don't go to the gym though. No. Why? I don't know. I'm working on practicing. You, I guess you just don't like it. You obviously don't enjoy it. But you see how much energy I have. Yeah. I need to release that energy. So fourth wall. I I, I gotta. I just broke the fourth wall. Anyway. What the hell's that? The fourth wall is a film thing. So like. The cameras are... He knows. he knows. Well, he's he's the man. He's mad at our visuals. He should be doing your video shit, by the way. We'll talk yeah, about that let's later. Talk that's about not it. important. Let's that's talk not, about that's it. That's not important. Right now. We, that is important, but not at this particular moment. Where were we? I don't even know. Therapy. Yes. There's a whole thing about um, a culture around working out, and there's gyms, and you go to the gym, you pay money to do that, but nobody really... This is stigmatized. Okay. Helping, like, mental fitness. Okay. Stigmatized. Yes. It's not. It's not okay. Or, like, it's okay to call up work and say, hey, listen, I don't feel well. I'm going to take a day off. Mental but it's not okay day. to call up and say, I need a mental health day. I'm having some mental, you know, shit that I'm dealing with. That's not okay. No, and it bothers me that that's not okay, you know? It bothers me. Because there's a lot of people that say, you know, oh. There's a lot of people that will never say, I went to see a therapist. And that's cool because you don't have to, right? Therapist, spiritual advisor, whatever it is, I don't think they're related. I don't know if they're related, but... I think everybody needs some guidance. Hundred percent. Yeah, you cannot. You cannot have everything figured out, especially however old or young you are. You know, you just can't. And and whether it's a friend or whether it's somebody, just ask for help if you need it. That's goosebumps. No, nobody yeah. ha- no nobody has the answers all the time. And and as you evolve in life and face different changes and go through different things, sometimes you also you can't see the trees through the forest. You know what I'm saying? You need somebody else to be standing out there to be like, yo, tree. I like that, man. So this is what this I mean, this is what I genuinely feel. I feel that um, everybody should like you go for a physical, you should have to and insurance should pay for people to go to therapy yeah, once a year, once a quarter, whatever it is. I just feel like everybody needs that. And I wasn't a big therapy believer for myself because I'm sure. like, you know what? I, I always felt that therapy was a place for people who needed a safe place to speak, which I don't give a shit, right? Yeah. Or B didn't you know, needed it kind of pulled out of them a little bit. Yeah. They didn't want to talk about it. I don't care. I'm like, or didn't have people to talk about stuff with, you know, or just had like a yeah. chemical imbalance and really needed additional help via medication chemical or whatever. Yeah, I mean, maybe there are people that. I mean, there are people that are like that, bipolar and stuff. That's an extreme case. I guess. Yeah. We're not talking about that though. But that's yeah. like an extreme case. But when I, there was a young lady came on the podcast. Do you know uh, Leah Tozer? No. So Leah Tozer is a realtor. She's, I mean, she's a broker owner of, um, Engel Volker. Uh, sure, Engel and Volker. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, in Long Beach. Cool. So I was talking to her for like two hours before the podcast. She's like, yo, at the time I was dealing with this stuff, she's like, you you got to go to therapy. I'm like, I'm not against therapy, yeah. but like, I don't really think I need it for the reasons I just sure. mentioned. And she's like, you got to go to this lady because she changed my life. She's like, I went to her. Yeah. Like, some of the, like a good therapist will pull some shit out of you that you don't even know was in there. It's I'm, so yeah. deep. So I'm getting excited because that happened to me. With a therapist? Yes. So I left my company in uh, Which maybe company? six months, Coldwell Banker. Okay. I left my family because I thought that's what I had to do. And You're I re- with Coldwell Banker now, yes. though, right? Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm landing. Okay. I'm almost there. Land. Um, 
I left my company and I, I was distraught. Everybody told me, like, I wanted to, I had this thing where I need to grow, right? And I went to Douglas Elliman. I love Douglas Elliman. But it's not for me. But I love Douglas Elliman. It's not for me right now. Maybe one day. Okay, I'm done. So I left Cobalt Banker and I left my family. I left the coaches and I left the people that let me be myself to go do something I thought I had to do. Cobalt Banker, we brought we brought Cobalt Banker into the Hamptons about five years ago. Okay. And, uh, you know, a lot of people talk shit because they don't know. Because Douglas Elliman has been there forever, Brown Harris Stevens, and I hate to name drop, but I love all these companies and I do business with them. But anyway, we may have to cut that. No, we don't okay. cut anything. So, I, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I love... Anyway, where the fuck was I? Cobalt Banker, you left your family. I left my family because I thought I had to do it. Everyone says, no, you got to go to a bigger company that has roots here. You got to do this. You got to do that and do it and do it and do it. And I didn't want to do it, I think, but I wanted to do it to see it. Okay. Sometimes you got to experience it. Yeah, You're also my a really mom... young guy, meaning you have like a lot of life to live in experiences. Yeah. You're, when, I, when I meet you, I think you're a mature guy. Like, I think you're a little bit older, not in, like, a you-look-older yeah, uh, way. Yeah, thanks, man. A lot of people think that I'm, like, I just worry that when I do turn 40, I'm going to look like I'm 80. And like, hey, it's me. I'm only 40. I promise. Where were we? <laughs> you have a lot of living. Like, like, you have a lot to live and a lot of lear- lessons to learn. Thank you. So, you got to, and you do that through experience. That's yeah. what makes life beautiful. So, you do that. You leave your family. You fucking abandon them. No child support. <sighs> I no was, nothing. I was, I was. Out. I was fucking... Wrecking. I was I was in a shithole. I was in shit. Like, okay. I, I thought that's what I had to do, and I, I, I was like, no, I'm going to embrace it. Day one. And it doesn't have to do with any company. Okay. It, I could have went to... I could have went to this. Yeah. Goatee Land. I could have went to Juice Press. I could have done something, yeah. but my heart... What I learned after I came back uh-huh. was that my heart wasn't telling me to leave. There were some things that... Were these external societal pressures in that area? Uh, yes. I, I yeah, believe, I, believe I so. think so. You were going because you felt like if you there, wanted... I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened, and I think this is what happened. There, this happened, and and this mind of mine kind of thought there was something else out there for me to grow, to maybe make more money, to I don't know, to to be better, you know. And I thought I had to do that. Because that's what everybody was telling me to do. Got it. You know, yeah. so I asked so much freaking advice from everybody. My friends, my family. Um, but the person I didn't ask was my broker. The person I didn't even talk to were, was the family I was with. And saying what I was, because I, I was afraid that they would, I don't know. What you about, know, your, I, what about like, did you ask yourself what you really wanted? Because you know everybody has an opinion. I, I don't think I did. My heart, so when I was there at that other company, which I love, I really do. (laughs) Um, After four months, I said, it's not working out. Well, maybe you should go to a different office. We'll put you here. I said, it's not working out. I don't apologize. It's just not me. So the next day. What about it wasn't you? Structure. Um, Meaning you needed more. Maybe corporate. Maybe it was too corporate. Maybe it was... Oh, yeah, I can't see you. <sighs> I don't know what it was. But you it just... I, I, my heart told me then to go home. 
to go home. To go home. And and what and happened there? What happened where? So like, tell me I about did the business. Home- I, I no, tell me about the home. No, tell me about the homecoming. Oh, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't ask for advice. I didn't. I didn't want any more noise because the noise, God, noise, you know. When you ask people for advice, when you don't want to, when you don't know the answer yourself, not you personally, but us as a, as people, when we don't listen to this, we ask for other people's advice. And maybe, shit, this is a good point. So, I went home, right? But while I was in that, I forgot where we were, so I'm going to land the plane and come full circle. When I was there in four-month land, actually before four-month land, my buddy was like, because this, this lasted for a long time, you know, this, this, should I do this, should I do that? I would say almost a year of these thoughts and, and these things and com- comparisons that I was trying to make and I thought was good for me. My buddy was like, you should maybe consider seeing a therapist. Mm-hmm. And I said, ah, I don't know, therapy, you know, I, no. But he's like, just think about it, you know. And I said, you know, I, I, I'm going to do this because I, uh, I was in a bad place. You know, I was, and I don't mean that dramatically, fourth wall. I mean that, like, I needed some guidance, you know. So I went to see a therapist and I didn't really listen to what he said that first time, you know, I, I really, I didn't, he said a lot of great things, a couple stuck with me, but I, I didn't really believe it, I think, and then when I came back, everything felt right, you know, and I didn't tell anybody I was going back, I just went back, I, 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 I talked to my broker, I said, you know what, I'm coming back, and I don't want, I don't want any more money, I don't want any more this, that. I just, I want to be home. So, I'm home. And uh, that's it. Do you still go to therapy or no? Uh, I would, yeah. But you don't go to therapy anymore. I, I, yeah, I do. Oh, sure. you do? Yeah, why not? Do you feel that it had a positive, like... Absolutely. So, so I'm sorry. I forgot I forgot another point that, that I was on. Um. When I went back, everything felt right, and it, it was really overwhelming, the feeling of, of happiness and, you know, all the boxes were checked. Money, <sighs> girls, and business, and, and, and happiness, you know, music, whatever it was, I felt really aligned. And I, I wrote everything down that I was, like, some of my friends were like, Joe, what's going on with you? I'm like, I, I'm happy. I, it feels I feel like I'm living, you know. And uh, during my journey home, no, where was I? I went home, and then I I called up my therapist. Home meeting Coel Banker. Banker. Got it. Yeah, I went to my. Uh, got it. I, I, just... went, I, I got something out of the fridge. And then I, <laughs> I, I, this goatee. Um, I was really overwhelmed with happiness. Okay. And it was confusing because my phone. Let me just send this to voicemail. Oh. Say hello to the podcast. The podcast. 
Hey, you're on. You're on the air. We're talking about uh, when I left my company and things. This is, this is my best friend. Oh, great! Wow. You want to say anything for the uh, audience? Say hi to Charles. Hey, bud, what's going on? <laughs> He's in my company. He's the man. Tell him to call back. He's hung up on him. So, where was I? You were coming home. <laughs> I got a banana Ther- from the fridge. Ther- I had some Therapy. Juice. Yeah, I was so overwhelmed with happiness, and my friends were like, what is going on with Joe? Why is he so happy? What is it? Is he crazy? Is it, does he, one, one of my friends was like, you might have a brain tumor. <laughs> I swear to God. It wasn't the guy that just calls, was it? No, no. He, he's, no. All right, good. Believe me, he, it was somebody else who is a, another best friend really close to me. I think you have a brain tumor. I said, okay. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I didn't know what to say, so I went back to see my therapist. Okay. That's what he told me to do. What, breathe? That's why you breathe all the time. We all do. No, I know, but like in that fashion. Yeah. So what? When you have a moment of what? Uh, fear. Anxiety. Worry, anxiety. Okay. <sighs> Breathe, because that's all we have. That's mm-hmm. all we have. Interesting. That's all we'll ever have. And you are because you are, and I am because I am. That's, that's it. I'm not scared. I'm not, you know, maybe one day I will be more scared than I am now, but that's okay. But right now I am here and... I'm, and that's what they taught me and um, changed my life. Wow. Yeah. I love this podcast. This it was is dope, fun. man. <laughs> so I'm going to segue, right? Yes. So you are Mr. East End Luxury. That's what I call you anyway, right? In my Thank opinion, you. you are. Thank you. So <laughs> what is I, – I obviously – like I've done some business in the Hamptons. Yeah. I have sold some lower-end stuff in the Hamptons yeah, yeah. by Hampton standards, like yeah. 550, don't, 525, yeah, yeah. 475, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But like you do like – Tennis courts and, yeah, and I wine cellars yeah, and, yeah, I and shit like that. Yeah. yeah, people are moving their money around, you know. And I'm really excited to be in a place where I can connect and be myself because people come to the Hamptons. Some of the most talented people, influential people, whatever. Some people will say the richest people, right? Money comes; it'll always be there. It's a thing; it just moves around. That's it. Sorry, I had to get that out. Money, no. I sell property in the Hamptons, and, and all I do is help people move their money around, you know? And anyway, people come to the Hamptons to take their tie off and relax. Okay. Yes. And uh, I get to, I'm blessed to, and you to the, do what the, I do. The poster A lot of people get in this business because they go on H, they, they see HGTV, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and uh, it's glamorized, this business. And there's a lot of hustlers out there, and the hustle, and the bustle, and the boo-ba-doo. I got to hustle so I can make money, so what? I may have money, you know? So that's one of my frustrations with, with the business and people in the Hamptons and young agents getting in the business because they want to make money. That's great. You can make money, but I think time is so much more valuable. So why do you do real estate? because it gives me the freedom to do this mm-hmm. to do this to be myself and to breathe and to not feel that there is a structure or somebody telling me what I, I should do you know, I'm my own boss. 
You're your own boss. That's why I do it. That's the nugget. Nice. We found the nugget? Yeah, that was the nugget. <laughs> so Thanks, I want to talk about your uh, your creative marketing. So you've yeah. been you've been doing some videos and stuff, which are hilarious. Like Thanks. hilarious. Bro, I watched them over and over again. And then I text you the buzz lines of them. Yeah. And here's the thing, like to your point, I think it's refreshing because the Hamptons is a stuffy place stereotypically. Stereotypically. Stereotypically, yeah. on the surface, it's a stuffy place. You know what? Just real estate in general, business in general, New York to a certain extent is a, is just it's all stuffy. It's you got to be serious, you got to be professional. It's like, bro, listen. You got to be you and you got to be having a good time. And there's a respectful, entertaining way to go about, you know, showing people your individuality in a respectful way that gets the job done. Yeah. And that's what Thanks, I think man. you do. Thank you very much. That's cool. And um, did you start shooting the videos recently? Like, what's um, the inspiration yeah. behind them? So, have they been effective? Fuck yes. In fuck what yeah. capacities? In bringing in new First, business, or in yeah, selling so the properties, or what? Everything, yeah. everything, man. I mean, if we if we branch off and talk about technology, I'll be here forever, right? That's anyway. Uh, excuse me. What was the question that you said before? Is it so? The videos, yeah. Like, what was the inspiration for them? When did they start? And then what kind of impact both on a lead gen side and a sales side have you seen as a result? All right, impact. When did you start them? Lead when? When? Impact. Impact lead, both lead gen, gen and sales. Sales. And okay. writing all this down. was one more thing. What was the inspiration? Okay, so the inspiration yeah, I let's think start there. was there's some Cobalt Banker agents that fucking kill it with and I can mention a few. One of them is going to be... Kill it with videos? Yes. Really? Austin Solomon. Check out his videos. He is himself. Austin, how are you? He was one of my inspirations to just be like, fuck it. I can do this. What am... You know, he... Austin is like... I don't know how old you are, Austin. Maybe he's much younger than us. Austin's Jewish? I don't know. He's a man. He's Maybe. a lansman. He's one of mine. His last name's Solomon. I like him already. Oh, yeah, that does sound good. Yeah, I like him already. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Right, yeah, going. you guys will connect. I'll help. I'll make it happen. He does these awesome videos. And, uh... Wait, hold on. I'm going to follow him on Instagram. Yeah, man. This is Instagram. Yeah. I'm going to get some air in here. Is that okay? Yeah, open the door. Cool. It's fine. <gasps> that didn't work out. Twist the handle. Oh. All, right. All right, see you later. I'm out of here. Can we get that? Please. Wow. Austin Solomon. That's bad. Austin Solomon is totally himself. Okay. And I know that I, I, at that time, I was like, yeah, I can be myself and I can do that, but I was too scared to do it. Really? So I did one. Okay. I finally did one. It was a Facebook Live. And I got a call that same day, same day, within an hour, from a college roommate that I had maybe five years ago, who I lost touch with. And he said, hey, do you know a title person? You're in real estate, right? I said, yeah. I connected him with a title person, and uh, in about a month, that whatever was resolved. And he said, Joe, I need a real estate person. I said, great, where are you? In the city, whatever. So I connected him with a friend, and uh, I made a thousand bucks. Nice. A little bit more than that. Nice. From one Facebook Live video, yeah. which cost you how much to make? I fight with people about this shit all the time. My buddy Tyler was on last week. And he's a cold calling savage. Like this yeah. kid cold calls for 13 hours a day. How's he doing? He Good? Crushes it. Is he a hustler? 
he he he's a very hard working cool. kid. You know, father, um, karate black belt. You know, ex police officer, what? very disciplined guy. Like that. That's what he comes from. So, um, but I'm like, yo, you gotta fucking get on the social media train, bro. First of all, it's free. Second of all, it's what it's how people communicate, and people want to feel that they're doing business with like person. a person. And that's why, like, oh, well, I post pictures of, like, things. No, 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 not objects. They want to feel you. Yeah. They want to feel the Isn't passion. Isn't so magical? It is actually magical. Technology, which we don't want to go down a rabbit hole. Let's do it. Let's go down. To, I'm going down. Don't go I'm going down. You got to pick something up at 12 o'clock. I'm going down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm back up. So, keep going about the, uh, keep going. About the videos? Yeah, so you did one. You I made a thousand bucks off a free video, Solomon. I, was a, I think I was addicted to it. At I that point, addicted, yep. And then uh, I fell into. You can't talk looking at the wall. It doesn't record you. Was that a nugget? No. Oh, okay. There's only one nugget. Oh shit. Okay, cool. You blew your load. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, so, where was I? Videos. Inspiration, yeah. impact. Yeah, so Austin Solomon and some other awesome 30 under 30s. Uh, so I was Cole Banker 30 under 30 maybe two years ago. I, I applied again. I did this amazing video, and I think I tried too hard, and that's why I didn't win. I don't really know. <laughs> I'm kidding. So that was my inspiration. The impact is this. It's why I'm here. It's why you're here, you know? And it's so easy you know but a lot of people think they have to dress up and get a nice car did you see Joey Pistachio video no I didn't yes, see that one did. the Pistachio Joey Pistachio I didn't see that fuck last two, the last two videos I saw were you had a recent listing with the tennis court which was hilarious cool yeah and there was one right before that like within the last week I've seen two of the videos and they're hilarious Just, if you can YouTube Joey Pistachio okay right now because this is the point that I'm I'm getting to is that a lot of agents, and I'm going to keep talking for now. A lot of agents, they get into the business. I'm breaking the fourth wall if that's okay with whoever. They get into the business, and they think they have to dress up, and they think they have to get a new car and a new suit and a new fucking whatever the hell else they have to get. Because that's what HGTV is telling them. Or not HGTV. I love HGTV. Don't hurt me. Um, is this Joey Piccinini meets Joey Pistachio? That's it, yeah. We want to play this now? Sure. It's a little long, but that's okay. Choi, Choi, help me with this. If anyone needs a video, We're gonna talk to this guy and then talk to Choi. What was your name again? Matt Arvisual. Matt. I'm going to watch this after because this is like 10 minutes long. All right, just skip ahead to the new car part. Go, go like, just keep skipping ahead. How far ahead? Uh, go back. Go back. Actually... Go to the last minute. Uh, go ahead. More. Yep. A little bit more. Okay. Here. So this is the guy who got into the business to make money, right? Perfection's straying me away from a potential lover. What's worth hurting the people I care the most about? 
Those are my brokers, by the way. and you might hate me for this yeah I think we gotta cut it right there because I think that's the perfect end. perfect man thank you so much and the, the moral <laughs> of the story essentially is be yourself it's you not about me. cars it's not about money it's not about bullshit it's not Let's about sing a song society Joe yeah I love you. I love you too. You're the fucking man. Thank you so much. How do people find you? They're uh, out east. Instagram, only- go pick Joe. G O P I C K J O E. You'll see me on NBC. I'm, I'll be on uh, Open House NYC, I think this Sunday. Nice. Yeah. How do Facebook? Facebook, uh, Joseph Piccinini Jr., or you can follow my Hamptons real estate page, but just send me a message and tell me the why, and we'll be friends. And if you're if you're slim and blonde and in the Hamptons, pick Joe. What is it? Pick Joe. Uh, you can find me. Actually, I'm not on Tinder. Just just find me, Google me, and text me and tell me why. And, and, and get it popping. Yeah. If you got a house that smells like cat pee, <laughs> dated for the 1960s, development deals, whatever it is, I want to buy it. Five one six seven 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 sold. If you have a building department issue, if you're an investor, a realtor, Joe Piccinini, any of his girlfriends, if they're thinking about buying a house, <laughs> you need the captain. Captain Permit, 516-513-8838. That's a wrap.